darkness is not an affirmative force. It simply reoccupies the space vacated by the light. This is the Hamilton Quarter on American Family Radio. It should be uncomfortable for a believer to live as a hypocrite. Delivering people out of the bondage of mainstream media and the philosophies of this world. God has called you and me to be his ambassadors. Even in this dark moment, let's not miss our moment. And now, The Hamilton Corner. Good evening. Welcome to The Hamilton Corner here on American Family Radio. I'm your host, Abraham Hamilton III, and I'm joined by Mr. Rob Gardner, who's tagged out with Jeff. Rob is in the building today. Uh, This is day one, day one of the three days of prayer we are going to engage in uh, on the program. I'm so excited to have uh, friends of mine and, and leaders from all across the country who are going to join us during these three days to uh, cry out to our Lord. Um, it has been uh, heavily impressed upon me by the Lord um, that we have needed uh, to stop and turn our attentions to him. So much is happening in the country. Uh, man, looking at the prayer requests, that I've received and, and, and even receiving those prayer requests uh, really just confirmed for me that prayer exact is exactly what the Lord um, was calling for uh, for us during this time. I want to thank you all again for tuning into the program. Uh, if you have never encouraged anybody else to watch the program or to, or to listen, I encourage you to do so today. We're going to spend the time, the entire show, Uh, I'm going to share a little bit from God's word concerning prayer. I'm going to do that for the next three days, Lord willing, uh, from the scripture concerning prayer. And then we're going to pray for our nation. And then we're going to specifically, specifically lift up the prayer requests that have been sent in by you, the Hamilton Corner listeners. Uh, You have time if you would like to submit your prayer request. I have a lot of them. I actually already have more than enough to fill up the time on the air. But even if we're not able to get to every single request, on the air, let me be more, more clear. We won't be able to get to every single request on the air, but I would still like to receive them uh, to continue lifting up uh, our brothers and sisters all over the world and all over the nation, uh, even when we're not on the air. We're in a time where most of us, our, our part-time jobs, or I say many of us, our part-time jobs and our full-time jobs have converged. Some of us um, have unfortunately been laid off. I've gotten some of those prayer requests. Rob was just telling me about a friend he he has. Um, and and I, I don't want us to speed past this time without being able to grasp what it is the Lord may be presenting to each and every one of us individually and to our nation collectively. We're going to begin in the word of God. Today, as I mentioned, that mo- many of our part-time jobs and, and full-time jobs are converging. Some of us are grateful to have a job. Some of us are in a position where we are, are not employed, either temporarily or some even in uh, more uh, long-term conditions. And I want to reiterate to you that God is our source. God is our source. The means of his distribution to us is simply a, not the, a resource. They are distributing What emanates from our source, God is our source. He uses multiple, multiple means for distributing 
his supply. But today we're going to go to Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. I'm reading in the NASB. Um, the Lord's word is not just literature. The word of God is alive. The word of God is alive. And we neglect the word of God to our own detriment, to our own detriment. This is what the Lord said to us. The apostle Luke is recording this for our benefit, but this is what the Lord said to us about the beginnings of his church. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. They were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone kept feeling a sense of awe, and many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. And all those who had believed were together and had all things in common. And they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing them with all as anyone might have need. Day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. They were taking their meals together with gladness and sincerity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord was adding to their number day by day, those who were being saved. Now I've shared with you guys before, there are some nefarious charlatans who have uh, bastardized this text to try to say that this is an advocacy for some form of socialism. <laughs> that, that, that could not be further from the truth. The text itself reveals uh, that they had private property. <laughs> you know, you don't have uh, commutative ownership of the means of production and the means of distribution of production. You don't, you don't have that at all. You have private property, private ownership, but what you have is a Holy Spirit-induced love for one another and concern for one another's needs that was produced by the Holy Spirit that resulted in the voluntary usage of one's own resources Willingly and voluntarily, not with the force of government, not with the force of incarceration, not with the force of a beating or, or, or worse, an execution. You have the willing usage of one's resources to provide for brethren in the faith. That's what you have there. We have in our day lots of cries for unity. But you know what we don't see as much? Even within the church, lots of cries for unity. But if you read all the way back in verse 42, the Lord has shown us what precipitated the unity that our brethren in the faith, our ancestors in the faith enjoyed. What precipitated their unity was one, continuous devotion of themselves to the apostles' teaching. Two, to fellowship. Koinonia, to fellowship. I've talked about fellowship at, at length on the program. Uh, they didn't have uh, Worship beside one another <laughs> with regularity. They had worship together. Koinonia and sharing a meal together were not repetitive terms. They're separate terms that gave an indication as to how much time they spent together as an early church. But the fourth component is what I want to present today for your consideration. The Bible says that they continually 
devoted themselves to prayer. This was not, and I'll say it this way, there's a difference between saying prayers and continuously devoting oneself to prayer. One of the great obstacles in our day and our time, not with all of Christendom, but with a significant component, especially the body of Christ in our country, is that we do not see prayer as actually powerful as it is. I've heard people say, I don't have time to pray. I have to go do this. And I, I don't want to get you just to take Abe's of my opinion for it. I want you to compare that perception of prayer if you think prayer is doing nothing. Compare that to what the word of God says about prayer. Compare that to Jesus's prayer-filled example. Do you think if prayer was powerless that Jesus would have committed himself to it so much so? And this is the God-man. Here we are in a, in a, in a time, and, and I want to do my best not to overblow what I'm trying to say, not to be hyperbolic, but to be as, as gracious, but nevertheless poignant as I can be. By and large, in our country, we can get professing Christians to do almost anything except pray. Most of, I, won't, I don't want to be overblown. Let me say it this way. Too many of our churches don't have any prayer meetings going on. In fact, in many of our churches, we find more comfort, more confidence, and more faith in planning meetings than we do in praying. How do I know that? How many prayer meetings do we have and how many planning meetings do we have? Brothers and sisters, we will not be able to plan our way into the potent work of the will of God. I've said it repeatedly. Prayerlessness is a tacit declaration of independence from God. It is our way of saying, not with our mouths, but with our actions. Think, okay, God, we got it from here. We'll take it. And I'm going to add to that. In addition to being a tacit declaration of independence from God, it is also an unspoken expression of arrogance and pride. Because we think we can execute the Father's will without the Father's empowerment to do so. Now, I'm not endeavoring to, to state this from a condemnatory perspective because I'm a member of the family of God. I'm talking about the family to which I belong. And in many ways, we're in this time right now where a lot of our hopes are resting on government stimulus payments. Some of us are checking more on our government stimulus payments than we are checking into the word of God and crying out to him. Some of us have more faith in Fauci <laughs> and Dr. Burks than we have in the almighty God. Some of us, it's in trust we trump, in Trump we trust. We have more faith in Donald Trump than we do in our God. How do we know this? Because we check in every day to see what Donald Trump is saying on the television. But when is the last time we've checked in to see what God is saying to us through his word? When is the last time we checked in with God to see what he's saying to us by his spirit in prayer? In this moment where the scripture is replete with examples that times of crises require the people of God to turn their hearts, attention, and affections to him once again. But many of us, it's in Trump we trust, or in Fauci we trust, or dare I say it, we're waiting on Bill Gates to drop a vaccine. And I told y'all before, I don't trust Bill Gates to do nothing for me with a vaccine. 
You mean to tell me the man who's expressed his desire for population control, his concerns with overpopulations, his exportations of baby murder all around the world, including in Africa and other places, yet you want me to trust that he is concerned with saving and preserving innocent human life? <laughs> Excuse me, you can miss me with that one. What I'm saying, brothers and sisters, is that could this be a time where the Lord is inviting his bride to reprioritize ourselves? I don't expect the world to do what the body of Christ has been called to do. The world is going to world. But the Lord's bride, the Lord's bride should be governed by the Lord. We should ascribe to a constitution that supersedes the one drafted at the American Constitutional Convention. We should ascribe to the articles and clauses of the document that gives access to eternal life. And I'm saying at this moment, at this moment, could it be that the Lord has said, <laughs> and you think about the book of Think about the prophets. Think about the prophet who God called to marry a prostitute. And in the moment, a, 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 a pinnacle moment of her prostitution, the prophet doesn't seek to abandon her. He goes and redeems her from the house of harlotry. Could it be that the very same God who provided those jewels for us in his word is inviting us in this moment to reprioritize him. All the other strappings and crutches have been removed. Many of the buildings have been shut down. Many, much of the traffic, traveling, going here and there, whether it's prudent or not, which I'm going to tell you a lot of it, I don't think it's prudent, but it all has been shut down. And we have no other choice but to be confronted with the idolatries of our own hearts or we can push in our desire and our zeal to return to an idolatrous normal that the Lord is saying, please don't forsake your first love. Because here we are at this time where the Lord, I believe, is calling his body to cry out to him like never before. And now, your two-minute health and prayers update from the Presidential Prayer Team, a ministry of the Pray First Radio Network. In short, the American people have launched the greatest mobilization of our society since World War II, deploying every scientific, governmental, medical, and military resource to defeat the virus. So, Dr. Burks, You can see for the first time that in the United States, we're starting to level on the logarithmic phase like Italy did about a week ago. And so this gives us great heart um, that not only in specific places, but we're starting to see that change. Obviously, a lot of that is driven by the improvement in New York City. Remember, for a long time, they were over 50% of our cases and 50% of our new cases. Hello, this is Jim Bolthouse, president of the Pray First Radio Network. 
during these times of uncertainty, we're here for you. With current information about the COVID-19 virus, as well as important prayer points to guide you in prayer at a time when our world needs it the most. Psalm 4.8 reminds us of the peace, comfort, and safety given to us by God. In peace, I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. We'd like to invite you right now to join us in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, grant us peace in our hearts so that we may face these times with calm, strength, and thoughtful decisions. Let our minds and bodies find rest and let your spirit continue to burn brightly in our hearts each and every day. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. To access free prayer resources that guide you in prayer and to see updates about the COVID-19 virus, go to pausetopray.org. Brian Fisher here with today's Life and Liberty Minute. The Declaration of Independence identifies liberty as in freedom of movement as a right we have received from God. The First Amendment guarantees Christians the right to the free exercise of religion without interference from government. But governor after governor has shut down church services, even those with less than 10 people. New York Mayor de Blasio was threatening to put churches who don't obey him permanently out of business. Before a federal judge shut him down, the mayor of Louisville intended to criminalize Easter by sending cops into a church parking lot to take down license numbers and fine each offender $500, a move the federal judge said was unconstitutional and beyond all reason. Let's reopen America before what's left of the Bill of Rights is shredded beyond repair. Catch Brian Fisher on Focal Point, weekday afternoons at 105 Central on American Family Radio. Shining light into the darkness, this is the Hamilton Corner on American Family Radio. Welcome back to the Hamilton Corner here on American Family Radio, where we are... On day one of tra- transforming this program into a three-day prayer meeting across the country. And I am so excited to have on the program with me now uh, both Mr. Will and Mrs. Miki Addison, co-hosts of the Airing the Addisons that can be heard here every day on American Family Radio at 2 to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. And they're also directors of special initiatives here at the American Family Association. Will and Miki, thank you so much for coming on the program. Thanks for having us, man. It's great to be with you, Abe. Oh, man. And I, I know, because I, I know y'all love y'all personally. Y'all my friends. Um, <laughs> we, we've been talking behind the scenes about the necessity of turning uh, our attentions as members of the body of Christ to prayer and, mm-hmm. and as well as using uh, our the radio platform to do that as well. And I just, uh, I, I don't want to do too much talking. You know, it's one thing to talk about praying. It's another thing to pray. <laughs> and right. and mm-hmm. I, I wanted to invited you guys to come on to 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 join us and i invite all of the listeners uh to not just be spectators but to join us in 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 praying in agreement with us and and crying out where you are to the lord this is a this is a pivotal pinnacle time i believe in our nation uh that where if the lord could grab the attention of his bride and turn us to praying uh i think we could chart a different course in our country and very simply i invited you guys on to to help uh help us cry out to the Lord for our nation that we would do so corporately. And I'll just begin in, in, in praying and asking the spirit of God to lead us as he so promised to faithfully do for us in prayer. And then as the spirit of God moves, you guys, please uh, join in 
uh, in praying. Father, we thank you, God, for the opportunity, Lord, to, to cry out to you. Lord, it is not a small thing that you have redeemed us by the precious, precious blood of Jesus Christ, Lord, providing for us the free gift of salvation, Lord. But though it is free, Lord, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. Lord, we have um, in this season of, of Passover and, and the, the celebrating your resurrection, uh, God, it's not lost on me uh, that our greatest need in our country, our greatest, greatest need, more than an economic resurgence, more than sound uh, policy, Lord, our greatest need is repentance in our nation. Mm. Lord, that is our most desperate and greatest need. And Lord, we have set this time aside uh, for no agendas, for no news commentary, Father, simply to cry out to you. Lord, you promised uh, that your spirit would aid us in our weaknesses, Lord, and that even in times, uh, Lord God, when we didn't know exactly what to pray, that your spirit would aid us in crying out to you. Lord, I ask that you would help us to be effective and fervent in this time of prayer today. Lord God, that you would help us hit the mark today. Lord, that you would cause believers all around the country to join us in crying out to you, Father, that we would cry aloud and spare not. Uh, mm -hmm. Lord God, in full recognition of the greatest need we have here in our nation. Lord, I'm asking that you would give us prayer, Lord, in this time. Give us prayer, Lord, to cry out to you, to strike the winning blow, and to chart a different course in our nation, Lord. We don't yes, want to return Lord. to normal, Lord. We don't want to return to normal, God. We want to return to a better yes, normal, a better normal, Father, where you are, are appropriately revered in yes. our nation, beginning yes, in the household of God. Lord, we thank you for this, Lord, and we are confident that you not only yearn to hear us cry out to you, Father, that you are faithful to answer us as we cry out to you. And we ask this mm. in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. The Lord, you've given us a mighty weapon of warfare through prayer. And your word says, not carnal, but mighty to put down strongholds. And mm. Lord, I pray, God, on behalf of the Church of God uh, in this nation and uh, abroad, God, that you will find your people in a posture of prayer, God. As we see these things happening, God, that we would take heart and we would understand, God, in who we serve. And, Lord, I, I pray, Father God, that at this time, even as you laid on my heart, that this time would be a time of purification, a time of refinement uh, for your for your uh, bride, a time, God, of, of, of cutting back and even letting go of things that was normally uh, beset us, oh God, and cause us to stumble, that this time is a time for reevaluation mm. and evaluation of your people, Lord, mm. a pruning time. So, Lord, with that being said, I pray, Father God, we will be open to your hand, your skillful hand in pruning us and, and cutting back those things that are not necessarily in our lives, God, uh, bringing our families together like never before. I pray, Father God, that it would be a time of personal awakening and personal revival mm. within us, oh God. I pray, God, that we wouldn't uh, uh, mishandle this time, mm. that we wouldn't take this time for granted, that this would be a sort of opportunity zone, God, where we would be able to go in and see those things that you live on, laid on our hearts, God, and, and see this as an opportunity, God, to get where we need to be with you. God, for this nation, Lord, I, I pray, Father God, for, for, for the church, Lord, that even in a time right now where there's a lot of, uh, uh, there's not a lot of fellowship going on, I pray, Father God, that you would sustain your bride. Yes, Lord. I pray, mm -hmm. Father God, that mm -hmm. we would uh, press into you all the more, oh yes, God. Lord. I pray, oh God, that you would help us, Lord, not to uh, forsake 
uh, of being with other believers, Father God, the sense of being able to obey the laws of the land, but at the same time, will God, obey the Word of God. So, mm-hmm. Lord, I pray, God, that you would give us wise uh, and skillful ways to do so. I pray, Father God, that you would help us to um, have creative means in which to um, nurture fellowship, Father God. I pray, Father God, that even using online tools and things like that would be uh, uh, that we would use them, Father God, in order to uh, disciple and to be discipled, Lord, to, to be in contact with brothers and sisters. Lord, I pray, Father God, that we wouldn't take this time as sort of a vacation time, but that it mm-hmm. would be a time, oh God, of pressing in, Amen. pressing in all the more, oh God. Yes, God. I pray, Lord, that you would even soften our hearts during this time. At this time, oh, Father God, that you would give us, fill our, our mouths with the words to say to our neighbors, to mm. our families, oh God, who are lost and who don't know you. Mm. I pray, God, that we wouldn't waste these opportunities, oh God, and that you would lay people upon our hearts, oh God, to cry out for, for the salvation of their souls, oh God. Yes, I pray, so Father God, that we would not find ourselves being impotent at this time or being even uh, uh, having uh, apathy, Father God, but mm-hmm. that we would press forward and go forward in you, Lord and that you would help us, Lord, to communicate your truth God, like, like never before, God. Lord, I pray, Father God, for all the pastors mm. who, ha- who have had to make tough decisions yes, mm-hmm. about what to do. Mm-hmm. I pray, God, for their strength. Yes, I pray, Lord. Father God, that you would uh, continue to help them, Lord, in their leadership. I yes. pray for those who surround these pastors as elders and deacons, Lord, that there would be an encouragement and not a thorn in the side, Lord. Mm. I pray, Father God, for the congregations, Lord, the, the masses of people all across this country and beyond, Father God. I pray, Lord, that you would uh, continue to sustain your bride, God. And, God, we thank you, God, for this opportunity, God. We can see this e- either as a, a time, God, to be scared, or we can see it as an opportunity, Lord. And we see it as an opportunity, oh God, to get those things corrected, Lord, mm. that you show us in our lives, those blind spots, Father mm. God, that they will be revealed to us, Lord, and that we will be even more profitable for your kingdom, Lord. And we thank mm. you and praise you in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Psalm chapter 66, verses uh, 16 through 20 say, uh, Come and hear all you who fear God, and I will declare what he has done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth, and he was extolled with my tongue. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not hear. But certainly God has heard me. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, who has not turned away from my prayer, nor his mercy from me. Lord, we come to you and we confess, Lord, that we have set up idols Mm. in our hearts, Mm. many of us unknowingly. Mm. But we have gone along with the culture in so many ways and we have turned Mm. away from you. We confess, Lord, that even though in your word it says that the horse is made ready for battle, but victory lies with you. Mm. We confess that we've put our faith in the horse many, many times. We have trusted in our economy. We have trusted in methods. We have trusted in books. We have trusted in seminars. We have trusted in conferences. And Lord, we've refused to turn to you. But you've grabbed our attention, Lord, and you show us that you are sovereign, Lord God. Yes, you are. You tell this one, go, and he goes. Another, come, and he comes. Lord, you are still that same God. You are sovereign. Yes, you are. And we confess, Lord God, and we turn to you again. We repent of our rebellion. Yes, God. We repent of this luxury that we have enjoyed to the point that we have felt Mm. we didn't need you, Lord. Oh, God. And we say, God, we need you. 
We invite you, Lord God, back again to our nation, Lord. Lord. We yield to you. Yes, Lord. Forgive us, Lord God, for the shedding of innocent blood, Lord, every day in our nation. That Mm. even when we have conversations about essential services, we still see it as very essential to kill babies in this country. Mm. Forgive us. Forgive us, God. You have been so gracious to us from the very founding of this nation, oh God. You have given us founding documents that even surpass understanding today. And yet, we have not leaned on you. We have not turned to you. We have not remembered you. We are reminded of Deuteronomy 8 where you said it's you who gives us the ability to create wealth. It's you who gives us the opportunity to do all of the things that we do. You you, bring us into good lands. (laughs) You bring us into good lands, Lord God. It's you who gives us wealth, who causes us to be able to create these things. And yet, what have we done? God, we have Mm. forgotten you in this country. And we've said with our own hands, we've done this. Look at what we've built. Look at our great bull. Look at what we have built. Lord, we repent. We repent. Lord, please forgive us and have mercy on us. Lord, we turn back to you again. Yes, Lord. Lord, we need you. We We need need you in our families, Lord God. There is not going to be an economic upturn that's going to repair the idolatry in our heart. Lord God, we need you. We need you in our churches. It's not going to be programs and methods. We need you, Lord God. For those of us who have rebellious children in our homes, we need you, oh God. It's not going to be the books that we read or the conferences we attend. It's going to be us getting on our knees and repenting and saying, Lord, shine the light on our deficit. Where have we gone astray? In our own families, oh God. Turn us back to you again, Lord. It's not going to be our savvy. It's not Mm going to be our technological advances. Mm -hmm. The doctors may stand up and they may present and they have models. Lord God, we are trusting in you, Lord. Lord. Our faith and our hope is in you. We trust you to rebuild our marriages, Lord. We trust you to save our children and our relatives. We trust you in our neighborhoods, Lord God. And even for many of our entrepreneurs who are listening tonight, who have been so overcome and overwhelmed by the burden of not only their own families, but other families, Mm. (laughs) other families. Yes, God. Because they employ those who are the breadwinners. Yes, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would comfort their heart. Yes, Lord. I pray, God, that you would give them strategy, Lord God. Yes, God. You preserve your people. And this is not uncommon. You preserve your people in the midst of great distress. Yes, God. Great troubling times, Lord. You have preserved Mm -hmm. your people. Yes, Lord. Not only in the United States of America, Lord, but all around the world. Lord, that your bride would be distinct mm. and that we would turn our heart to you, turn our heart. that we would bend our knee before you yes, in God. humility, Lord God, that we yes, would seek Lord. after you. Lord. Yes, Lord. In Jesus name, I do ask this. Amen. 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 Lord, I, I would agree with my brother and my sister, Lord, with the prayers that have been offered already. And Father, I ask that you would once again turn your, your body and our nation into a house of prayer. Lord, let this that's happening on the airways, Father, I ask that you would cause it to spark prayer movements all throughout our country, Lord God, that you would move the many pastors who are listening to this program right now, Lord God, to to resume prayer meetings in their local assemblies, Lord God, to set themselves to prayer, Lord God, that we would transition Mm. from saying prayers, Father, but doing what the scripture has said, Father, devoting ourselves Mm. 
continuously to prayer, Father, stretching ourselves out in prayer, Father, revering you, Lord, be above and beyond the programs, Lord, and the church growth conferences, Father, Mm -hmm. and the freshest, newest, latest bestsellers, Lord God. Lord, I'm asking you to turn our hearts once again to you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, in many ways, Father. And I know it's not every single church, Father, Mm -hmm. but I mean by and large in our nation, Lord. We have, Lord God, embraced the ways, uh, Father, of mass marketing, Father. And we have neglected Mm. the work of prayer, Lord God. We have viewed prayer, Lord God, as being impotent and futile, Lord. And I'm asking you to forgive us, Lord, and set your people to praying once again, Lord God. Set your people, Father God, once again, Father, to crying out to you, Lord, with the expectation, the anticipation, and the hope that you are who we profess you to be. Lord, let us not only look to celebrate the resurrection on one day, Father, but that we would celebrate your resurrection on a daily basis lord in the name of jesus christ and that we will be moved lord god we will be moved father we would be moved lord god beyond just simply looking for the latest pandemic talk father god Mm. with our ears inclined to the Mm -hmm. networks lord but that we will welcome you lord god to redirect our attention and our focus father we cry out to you with this great desperation father because we are desperate whether we knew it before this pandemic time or not father we are desperate Father, we say, we recognize that it is not the thriving of an economy that makes a nation great, Lord God, but that it is the willingness of her people to submit to you that would make a nation great, Father. We, Lord God, recognize that in your word, what would it profit us to gain the entire world, yet lose our soul? What would it profit us to have bigger and bigger and bigger buildings, yet the core of our nation continues to become corrupt and corrupting even the more, Lord, where bondages are prevalent within your family, Lord God. Father, we need your assistance. We need your help, Lord. So we cry out to you in this moment, God. We ask you to interrupt our idolatry, Lord God, not just the big flashing Las Vegas light idolatry, Lord God, but the plagues of our own Mm -hmm. hearts that we become Mm -hmm. accustomed to, the plagues of our own heart that we become familiar with, the plagues of our own heart that we we excuse in favor of diagnosing someone else's Mm -hmm. bright, shiny lights, Lord God of sinfulness, Lord God, we ask Mm. you to make each and every one of us confront us by your grace with the plague of our own hearts, Father. And we ask you to move us to repentance Mm -hmm. in the powerful and matchless name of Jesus Christ, Lord God. We ask you, Father, to turn our hearts to you once again, that we would not speed past this time in a zeal to return to things as normal, Father, but that we will welcome you, Lord God, to confront the plagues of our own hearts and that you would grace us by your spirit Mm -hmm. with repentance. We ask this all. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you guys for coming on and helping us uh, to pray again. I want to encourage those who are at home uh, that you don't have to be a passive uh, bystander of this prayer meeting. You can be a part of it. I ask you to cry out to the Lord with us as we cry out to the one with whom we have to do, the only one who truly has the answer. The institution of marriage goes back to the beginning of creation. One man and one woman. Bishop E.W. Jackson. The definition of gender is something that God set forth at the very beginning of creation. Male and female. And then you got a bunch of people who say, oh, no, you Christians just made that stuff up because you're a bunch of bigots and haters. I mean, it's preposterous. Tune in to The Awakening. Weekdays at noon central on American Family Radio. Easter has come and gone. And what are we to do now? 
Well, I'm Charles Morris, and I'm relishing in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. How about you? Won't you join me this week for a Haven Today series, all week, called A Whole New World. Haven Today, weekday mornings at 4.30 Central on American Family Radio. Listen online at AFR.net. Priorities. This is David Wheaton, host of The Christian Worldview. One positive result of the coronavirus is that health, family, church, and access to basic necessities are being reprioritized over more trivial pursuits, such as entertainment and buying things. Even political leadership, the economy, and world stability pale in priority to what took place in Jerusalem 2,000 years ago when Jesus Christ was crucified, buried, and rose from the grave. Why is this the most important issue? Because of what John the Baptist said about Jesus. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Resolving our sin problem is our greatest need, and trusting in Christ's work on the cross is the only solution. Hear more at thechristianworldview.org and then join us this weekend for another topic that will sharpen your worldview. Listen to The Christian Worldview with David Wheaton, Saturday mornings at 8 Central on American Family Radio. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next. My name is Dr. Andrew Fabich, and I teach microbiology here at Drew McConnell University. And so instead of trying to teach biology from this perspective that gives you this good you version of evolution, uh, you get this perspective of this is who God is, this is who God has revealed himself to be, and he's revealed himself in nature, which is terribly exciting to study. Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash Starnes. Democrats across the fruited plain have been systematically curtailing our civil liberties, and I've dedicated this commentary of late to exposing this unconstitutional crackdown. Democrat governors in New Mexico, New Jersey, Michigan, Illinois, Louisiana, Virginia, and Kentucky have declared war on the Second Amendment and the First Amendment. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer has even banned gardening. Stores are no longer allowed to sell fruit or vegetables. Michiganders are not even allowed to buy seeds. In Washington, D.C., Mayor Muriel Bowser, also a Democrat, declared that fish markets and farmers markets are no longer essential businesses. So they want to take away our guns, our freedom to assemble, and our religious liberty, and now they want to take away our ability to grow our own food. Remember what former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger once said, whoever controls the food supply controls the people. I'm Todd Starnes. The Hamilton Quarter Podcast and one-minute commentaries are available at AFR.net. Back to the Hamilton Quarter on American Family Radio. Welcome back to the Hamilton Corner, where we're going to continue praying. So the way we're going to map this out is in this segment, we're going to lift up the prayer requests that have been sent in, and I'm going to read a couple of them. There have been some. Uh, the requesters have asked uh, for their names not to be used. Uh, some have asked for their requests not to be prayed over the air. Uh, but we're going to share. I'm going to share a couple with you, and then I'm going to pray for them over the air. And I would ask for you to pray as well with me as we do this where you are. So first, I'm going to start with Scott, uh, who, who's asked for a prayer that our country and even the world uh, would turn to the one true God of repentance and that in this time that we're facing as a nation, that he as well as the Lord's body would stay focused on sharing the gospel in this 
time. You guys have heard me say that this is a this is a, a an opportunity that some of us will have to share the gospel with our loved ones, with our neighbors and our friends. And so Scott has asked for prayer in that regard. Uh, we also have a prayer request from Lisa, who is a, a friend of the program. She's commented on the, the Facebook feed uh, uh, multiple times and has called in. Um, she's asking for prayer because she uh, lost her husband. Her husband uh, passed on into glory uh, in December, last December, after battling stage four cancer. And then here, as she says, she here she is four months later after that event where she seems paralyzed uh, by losing her husband. Can't, teams, can't seem to get anything done, no matter how small the days blend in, each day blends into the next. Uh, she goes weeks without being able to accomplish simple things. She says she knows that God has her on, still has her here for, uh, for his purposes, but she's asking for prayer, for clarity, discernment, and the strength to break free from this, this, this cycle of grief, her grieving, that seems to have her, have her paralyzed. We also have a prayer request from Johnny uh, and Della. They are, um, I'll say it as succinctly as I can, in desperate need, in desperate need for divine intervention uh, for their marriage as they have been married 45 years uh, and, and they need divine intervention from the Lord. And then I'll read one more um, from Brandon in Texas. Uh, who says that he is he's blind and autistic and also has Asperger's syndrome. He's been saved a few years. He got saved a few years ago, but he still struggles with anger. With anger, and it causes him to lash out and to treat the people closer to him in ways that uh, he doesn't really want to treat them, but he loses battles to his anger from time to time. The only things that give him peace is when he goes to church and when he's able to play his alto saxophone to bless the elderly when his, his church, uh, they have ministry opportunities through his church. Uh, but ultimately, ultimately, as, as Brandon lays it out, uh, he had a vision for his life that included his own independence. But he, he's struggling a little bit with resenting having to be dependent and live with his parents. Which all of these requests, and I have, man, I have so many more. Uh, but it just reminds us, you know, while, you know, the media is all corona all the time. But we have real people, members of our family who are facing real things. And it, it, it was a reminder for me. Um, one, what a privilege it is to be in the family of God. But two, also what it means to be members of one another. So would you join me in lifting up these requests? Uh, I'll start with Scott. Father, we thank you once again, Father, for the privilege of crying out to you, Father, the privilege of being sons and daughters, Father, you broke in upon us, Father, while we, as the, this Bible says, we were dead in trespasses and sins. Lord, it's not that we chose you. Lord, you chose us. And, Father, you've made us members of the household of God collectively and that individually we're members of one another. Lord, we thank you for this platform through the radio, Lord God, where we can uh, extend uh, familial body life, Lord, through the airwaves. And, Lord, I lift up my brother Scott with his, his godly request, uh, Father, that in the face of what's happening all around the world, and particularly in our nation, uh, that you would move people in our nation all, and all around the world to turn to you, that you would turn the hearts of those you call, Lord, in repentance. And, Father, I pray also for my brother Scott, 
and his family, as well as for the body of Christ all around the world. Father, that you would help us to remain focused on executing your commission, Lord God, that we would be about our Father's business and sharing the gospel through evangelism and making disciples, Lord God, that we would not allow the civilian affairs of this life to overwhelm, Lord, our execution of the great commandment and the execution of the great commission, I mean, Lord God. We thank you for giving Scott the desire to lift this prayer request up, Lord, on the airwaves, Lord, and I ask that you would answer that desire and that you would multiply it all throughout our nation, Father, that we would keep the most important thing in the most important perspective. Lord, we thank you uh, for Scott's request. Lord, we also lift up our dear sister, Lisa. Uh, Father, though we are believers, Lord God, none of us are immune from grief. Lord, here she uh, lost her husband, Father, after a, a battle with stage four cancer in December. Lord, I remember when she called in, the pro called in on this program sharing with us how her husband was one of the early journalists who broke the story uh, with Abby Johnson uh, interrupting Planned Parenthood's operations in Texas. And Father, you know your sister, Lord God. You know uh, the great testimony that you've worked into her life, Lord God. And here she is, Lord God, uh, sharing, Lord God, her struggles with, with grieving. Father, Lord, we ask that you would give our dear sister the strength that is necessary to break out of this cycle of grief. Lord God, that you, uh, Lord, you know that we would grieve, Father. You said that as believers we would grieve, but we do not have to grieve as those with no hope. Father, she said of our own wording, Lord, that she knows that you have purpose for her still, Lord God. So she's asking for her brothers and sisters in Christ to rally around her, Lord God, and to cry out along with her, Father, that you would give her clarity in this season of fog, Lord, that you would give her discernment in this season of fog, Lord, and that you would give her the strength that is necessary, Father, to break free, Lord God, of this malaise, Lord God, that has been a, a nagging and a hindrance, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you would send brothers and sisters her way, Lord God. You would cause your local body and her area, Father, to reach out to her in tangible ways, Lord God, to aid her in, in, in breaking free from this this malaise, Lord God, and I ask that you would give her the strength that is necessary, Lord, by your grace, Lord God, to break free from it, Lord, in Jesus' name, and to be liberated to fulfill the purpose that she knows that you have for her, Lord, in Jesus' name. And Father, we also lift up Johnny and Della right now, Lord God, what a journey, 45 years, Lord God, of having been together, yet uh, the enemy seeks, Lord God, to, to, to divide, Lord God, and to tear their union asunder. Father, I pray that you would give them strength. Father, I pray that you would grace them with the faith that is necessary to see beyond their immediate circumstances, Father. I pray that you would remind them that you are the God who resurrects the dead. God, where they may feel or think that hope is lost, Lord, I ask that you would remind them by your spirit that you are the mighty resurrector of the dead, Lord God. They have requested, Lord, divine intervention, Lord, and I pray that you would honor that request. I don't know all of the details of what's going on, Lord, but you do. You do. Father, I pray that your will will be made evident to Johnny and Della, Lord God, and that, uh, that, that there would be, Lord God, great faith and great hope restored, Lord, in this union, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And Father, I also lift up our brother Brandon in Texas, uh, Father, who, who admits that he is struggling with anger and bitterness and resentment. Father, you know the ailments he has physically. Lord God, the loss of his eyesight, Lord God, the autism, the Asperger's, 
uh, Father. But I ask that you would reach into my brother's life, Lord God, that just as he finds peace, Lord, in his church meetings and peace when he's playing his saxophone, Lord, I ask that you would give him the grace that is necessary to experience peace in his home. Father, that he would view his loved ones the way that you view them, Lord God, and that as a result of, ha- of seeing them the way that you see them and the way that you describe them in your word, Father, that you would give our brother victory over his spats of anger, that you would give him victory over his spats of lashing out. And Father, help him to see that the ones that are closest to him, Lord God, are the ones who love him, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, I ask that you would give him the grace that is needed. Father, that he would be able to relinquish what he had expected for his life in exchange for what you seek to build his life to be. Lord, I pray that you would give him the grace of contentment, Lord, not a grace of settling, but a grace of contentment where he recognizes that your way is, in fact, the best way. Lord God, that he would not look to uh, what he perceives himself as missing out on, Father, but that he would ma- that it would be magnified in his view. Lord God, it would be magnified to him what he has gained as a result of being where he is, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I ask you to touch our dear brother. Father, he is asked, Lord God, to be free from this anger. Father, he is asked to be freed from this resentment. And Lord, I'm asking you, I've come in agreement with my brother. Lord God, asking you to liberate him as he has requested, Father, to help him to see the glory that you have revealed in him. Lord God, and give him beauty for the ashes that he received, that he perceived previously, and that he would now see through your eyes, see himself through your eyes and see him circumstances through your eyes in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me say also that I, um, it's overwhelming to me how, how you all have trusted us to care for you, to lift up these prayer requests to the Lord, to to share these intimate details and things like this. This shows that there is a level of rapport and and trust that we have that is not common uh, for, you know, a a traditional radio show. And it just shows that things in the body of Christ, man, are different. Things in the body of Christ are different. Next couple of prayer requests. This may be all we have time for today. Uh, But Amy has sent several requests. Amy has a 20-year-old daughter who has just graduated from basic training in the Air Force. Uh, She has a particular job. I'm not going to share what that job is in the Air Force, but Amy, I want you to know I I know exactly what you're talking about, uh, where Amy is concerned about the physical danger uh, that her daughter faces with this particular job should she stick with it. And she's now heading off for tech school after having graduated from basic training. She's asking for prayer, for protection for Amy, but she's also asking... Uh, for Amy, who is a Christian, but for Amy to be able to to grow in her walk with him. And Amy also uh, is praying for her her son, Darren, who's not yet a believer. Uh, she's asked for prayer for Darren. And then lastly, Amy has two friends who has an adult daughter who's been missing since Thanksgiving. And now Amy's two friends are caring solely for their adult daughter's four children, and they suspect foul play. Uh, may be involved in the last prayer request I'll, 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 I'll lift up for today. And we're going to continue this tomorrow and on Thursday is a pr- prayer request from Mark in Georgia, uh, who's a missionary. Mark is, is asking for prayer that the Lord would un- in- enable him to remain fully funded as a missionary, uh, that he would not have to curtail any of his mission work as a result of suffering a setback in 
funding. So, Lord, you know the prayer request, Father, we lift up right now. Our dear sister Amy's request, Lord. Uh, we lift up her daughter, uh, Father, who just graduated from the Air Force basic training, who, who is pursuing a particularly dangerous job in the military. Uh, Lord, we ask you to protect Amy's daughter in the course that she has chosen, Lord, but we also ask ultimately that your will will be done, that your will will be done in Amy's life. Lord, we also lift up Darren, Father, that you would grace him uh, with salvation, Father, that you would draw him by your spirit. We know that no man comes to the Father unless he be drawn by your spirit. Lord, we ask that you would draw Darren and open his eyes. Lord, we also, also lift up Peggy and Frank, Father, who are caring for their grandchildren now on their own. Father, I don't know all the details concerning their daughter's disappearance. Lord, but we ask that you would reveal truth in this, this situation, Lord, that your truth will be made evident, Father. And I pray that you would undergird Amy's friends, Lord. Help them not to uh, become listful and hopeless, Lord, but that they will remain trusting in you in this circumstance. And, Lord, we lift up our brother Mark's request, Lord, uh, that he remains fully funded as a missionary. Lord, that he would see uh, no reductions uh, in his support, Lord, and whatever, if there be any reductions, Lord, we pray that you will sustain our brother, Lord, that he may be able to remain on the front lines, continuing in his mission work, Lord God, giving himself, spending himself for your gospel, uh, to, for the proliferation of the gospel and making disciples, Lord. I pray that you would meet our brother's needs, Lord God, as well as the missionaries all around the world, Father, that you would sustain them, Lord God, to be able to continue to remain on the front lines that they would not have to leave the front lines in order to continue to raise support, but that they will be able to remain on the front lines, evangelizing and making disciples in the various highways and byways where you have planted them. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ and Father, I thank you for this, this listening audience, this American Family Radio listening audience, this Hamilton Corner listening audience. Father, I pray that you would grant us a greater solidarity with the body of Christ all around the world and throughout our country, that we would have a special care for one another as members of the body of Christ. Lord, we ask this all in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for this time of prayer. We thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank each and every one of you for tuning in today. And if you do not yet know the Lord as your Savior, today is the day of salvation. Humble yourself and receive the free gift. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.